Welcome to the Prophetic Zone with Apostle Katrina Garrett, where she and her husband, Apostle Tommy Garrett, are the founders of God Kingdom Come Global Ministries in Panama City, Florida. Here is your host, Apostle Katrina Garrett. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Prophetic Zone. I guess we got the music going, praise God. So welcome on the Prophetic Zone. We uh, just want to give honor to Dr. Renee Sunday for being our uh, host our host of Good Deeds Media Network and allowing the Prophetic Zone to be a part of what God has placed in her to do. And so we're just so blessed and excited on uh, this afternoon. So welcome to the Prophetic Zone. We thank you for tuning in. Please continue to support us and continue to join in um, every fourth Tuesday of the month. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to go right into the message because the Lord does have a word for his people. And I'll tell you, I've been up most of the night. I'm dreaming. And the Lord, in my dream, took me to the story of Samuel, uh, actually the story of Hannah, of the birth of Samuel. So I'm going to ask you, if you have the Bible, we'll go to First uh, Samuel, I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures, and then I'm going to tell you what the Lord has put in my heart to, to minister unto the people of God. Uh, Samuel, I'm reading from Samuel, First Samuel, start uh, chapter one, start at verse six, and then I'm going to tr- trickle down to nine, and then go from nine through seventeen. And it says, and her adversary also provoked her sore, for to make her fret, because the Lord has shut up her womb. So verse nine, so Hannah rose early after they had eaten in Shiloh, and they, after they had drunk. Now Eli the high priest sat upon the seat by the post of the temple of the Lord, and she was in bitterness of soul, and prayed unto the Lord, and wept sore. And she vowed a vow, and said, Lord of hosts, if that would indeed look upon the affliction of thy handmaiden, and remember me, and not forget thy handmaiden, but will give unto thy handmaid a male child. Then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought that she had been drunken. And Eli said unto her, How long would thou be drunken? Put away thine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither no wine or strong drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thine handmaiden to be a daughter of Big Al, but for the abundance of my complaint and grief I have spoken hitherto. And then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. The God of Israel, great thy protection, that hath asked of him. I want to talk to you today because the Lord has put this in my spirit. For for many of you who have been seeking God and been praying and asking the Lord, when, God, when is it my time? When is it my turn? Because many of you have adversaries that are coming against you just as Hannah has experienced. The Lord told me to tell you today that your effective prayers of silence has opened great doors for effective move of God. I'm going to say it again. Your effective prayers of silence has opened great doors for effective move of God. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying unto his people. He said, tell my people that they have been in a place of sorrow and a place of a, a, a place of seeking God with a sorrowful spirit, just as Hannah has done, just as Hannah has been seeking the Lord, praying and seeking God for when is her time. She was a woman of sorrow because her womb was closed up. 
And there are many of you that feel like Hannah did because though Hannah was married to a priest, though Hannah experienced the priestly blessings in the Levites, because no, her husband was a Levite, and she was uh, uh, the, the second wife of her husband. But yet, Peniah had many children, but Hannah did not. And so there are many of us in this season that we're seeing, uh, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to break it down like this. Even with what Hannah was going through, Peniah picked at her and mocked her because she didn't have any children. And I believe that the reason why is because she saw the jealousy because Hannah seemed to be a woman that was humble. And, and Peniah seemed to be a woman that was more uh, uh, hateful, I would say. I'm going to use the word hateful, you know, prideful, hateful, because she had children. You can see that she had a prideful spirit. Many of you in this hour are dealing with people in your circle that have a hateful and prideful spirit. They're looking at your circumstance, and they're, they're, they're speaking words of barrenness to your circumstance or to your situation because God has given them or God has blessed them or God has opened their womb. But I'm here to tell you uh, this afternoon that God said he is getting ready to open up your womb. He is getting ready to release you into a, a, your supernatural blessings, manifestations of what you've been praying for, things you've been asking for, things you've been seeking the Lord for, things you've been standing on God's word for is getting ready to shift. It's getting ready to come to pass. Family you've been crying out for, your business that you've been asking God to open up doors for, your ministry that you've been asking God to, to even spread abroad, it is getting ready to blow up. It is getting ready to go forth. It is getting ready to manifest at a greater capacity. And, I, and, and I'm going to add this, it is going to be effective. Because the reason is because God has allowed your season of barrenness to be your season of preparation. Even though it seemed like the season was barren, but yet there was still a movement. There was still something taking place in the midst of your womb being closed. And God said, even in that, he said, I am the only uh, God that can open and close doors that no man can shut, that no man can open. And I hear the Lord saying in this hour that he is getting ready to thrust you into a greater dimension of glory. He's getting ready to cause you to rise up. Your paniahs are going to see him put you on platforms that they never thought that you would ever be able to stand on because of your faithfulness in him, because of your humility. Because you have a spirit of humility, a spirit to serve, even when the enemy has shown you that you have not been treated fairly, even when even when the Holy Ghost has shown you that you have not been treated right, you have been treated fairly, you have been overlooked, you have been cast down, you have been set aside, but in this hour, the Lord is saying, it is your time, it is your season, it is time for you to gird up your loins and to begin to rise up. It is time for you to move forth. It is time for you to thrust forth into what the Spirit of the Lord is doing in this hour. He said, because your prayers of silence have opened up effective doors. It's opened up effective doors because you've been in a place where you were so broken. You've been so broken. You've been so frustrated. But in the midst of that, you said, Lord, I'm broken, I'm frustrated, but I'm standing on your word because you said, you made a promise, your word declared, you spoke to the mouth of your prophets, and, and you've and you gone into a place of prayer in silence. And what I mean by silence is you have not complained, 
You have not murmured. You have not uh, went before people and said, well, I don't understand why, you know, it's not my season. I don't understand why I'm not moving forth and what God has blessed me to do. You're still remaining faithful. You're still becoming a builder. You're not, you have not allowed the enemy to have you to come off the wall of building. You still continue to put your hands to the plow. You still continue to be faithful over the small things it's giving you to do. But in the midst of it, it's because the silence of your prayers are opening up your doors of opportunity. And what I mean with the Spirit of God is saying your prayers are silent is because you've been in a place where you've been just you and Jesus, just you and the Holy Spirit, just you and God. And you've been crying and pouring your soul out to the Lord, saying, Lord, I know what you have said. I know what you have spoken. But most of all, you've been asking the Lord to keep your heart pure, to keep you humble, to keep you to a place where, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm beckoning you that I don't become bitter. I don't come, become a bitter prophet. I don't become a bitter pastor. But, Lord, help me to stand firm. Help me to continue to build. Help me to continue to walk this thing and, 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 and be a pureness of heart. And because you seek that, God said your movement is going to be effective. He's going to cause you to be in a greater movement because the greater movement is coming to the earth. There's a greater movement that's coming to the earth. Let me tell you something. These demons are running rapid. As you can see, you can turn on the television. You can see now folks are getting in cars, running folks over, going up in these marketplaces, shooting folks, blowing up folks. And it is time for a movement of God. It is time for a revival to hit the nation. And the revival is getting ready to hit this nation. People are going to be able to manifest and walk in glory like never before. I see where people are going to be out in marketplaces and the spirit of God is going to be so strong on them that people are going to be falling out in the street asking, what must I do to be saved? You're not even going to open up your mouth. You're not even going to have to uh, really... Uh, even, even uh, minister as much. It's just going to be the presence of God that's on your life, the presence of God that's in your heart that's going to cause many to say, what must I do to be saved? Because one thing about God, he allowed evil to reign for so much, but then in the midst of evil, he will send a revival unto the land. When the land is barren, when the land is in need of rain, the Lord will allow the land to dry up, but in due season, the rain will come. He said he will send forth the rain. He will send forth the, 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 the movement, and that's what people are seeking for. People People are seeking for a rule, a, a, a real, true, unadulterated movement of God. Nothing that's done by man. Nothing that's done by our own, by even our name or the greatness of our ministry, but but a pureness of the Holy Spirit. The pure move of the Holy Spirit is getting ready to thrust forward. And the Lord says, in this season. He is raising you up to be in, in that movement. He is calling you forth to be in that movement because you have stopped the Lord. Right here in the scripture, it talks about how. Hannah, how Hannah was so uh, bitter in sorrow because she wept in the bitterness of her soul. But you got to understand, saints, that even in the midst of you being in a place where you feel like there's nowhere else to turn, you've done like Hannah. You have prayed unto the Lord and you took it to Jesus. Because what made the Lord bless her womb was the fact that she came unto him. And she went into the house of the Lord. And she dwelled in the house of the Lord. And she stayed there until she got an answer. She didn't move until the Lord gave her what she was seeking from him. She didn't go to her husband. She didn't go to the priest. She didn't go outside of the perimeters of in prayer. And Saint, let me tell you something. You can you can have all these uh, connections that you um, can seek. 
You can seek divine connections, but let me tell you something. Divine connections come through divine prayer. It doesn't come through you happening to find this person or meet with this person, connect with that person, because it takes the presence of God to move on the heart of a man to be able to give you the favor. Favor comes through the presence of God. It comes through the movement, the hand of God. That's why she called him Jehovah Sabaoth. That's why she called him the Lord of hosts, because she realized that in the midst of her circumstance, God is the creator of all, good or bad, evil or good. He is the what? He is the what? Lord of hosts. So she realized that she was taking her prayer, taking her petition unto the one that she knew can give her the answer because he is the Lord of hosts. She was reverencing him as the mighty hand of God, the mighty move of God, because she knew, she knew that only the Lord himself can open my womb. Nobody can do this but the Lord because he is my creator. And that's the reason why when she went to pray, she referred to him as the Lord of hosts. Do you not realize, saints of God, that it is the Lord Sabaoth who rules and reigns over the earth. He is the one who allows, he, listen, the Bible says that he allows the sun to rise on the just as well as the unjust. But one thing we have to understand, saints, as being just. You cannot allow that wickedness around you, the evil around you, to cause your spirit to be defiled with discouragement, unbelief, because you don't, just like just like Paniah, it seemed like the wicked are being blessed, and those who choose to walk in humble in spirit, we're being afflicted. But I'm gonna tell you something, saints. We're not being afflicted. We're being you're being prepared. You're being made. You're being built up. Because let me tell you something. One thing about the Lord, He wants to see where your heart is before He will allow you to walk and rule and reign in glory. Why? Because he said he shared his glory with no one. And if you want to see a, a pure move of God, if you want to see people saved, if you want to see manifestations of miracles, signs, wonders to manifest, you have to completely be dead. See, when Hannah was buried, it showed a sign of death. It showed a sign of no life. It showed a sign of being dead. Why? Because when she went to the Lord, she was completely dead. She had died to herself. That's why she was able to dedicate her son back to God. She dedicated her son according to the Nazarite vow because they were priests. But let me tell you something. There's a different consecration in being a Nazarite. I don't have time to go into that, but go to number six and read about the Nazarite vow and what they did, what the children of Israel did when they took upon that vow. Because Samson and Samuel were born into the Nazarite vow. The Nazarite vow was something that you would voluntarily take. And the Nazarite vow basically was being abstinent from grape or vine. It was, you, you couldn't touch a dead body, no hair, or you couldn't cut your hair. That's why she said no razor would come behind your head. Uh, the Nazarite vow was taken for a set, short period of time. And it was a time of consecration. That's all it was. It was really a time for consecration. So what she did was because she died completely to herself, her baby, what she birthed in the earth, she gave back to God. And I'm going to tell you, so there are many of you that have, that the Lord has given you a ministry. He has given you something, a ministry, a purpose, 
to birth in this earth, but he is requiring you to give it back to him because so many people have made vows to the Lord and did not keep it. There are so many ministries that made vows to God and said, Lord, if you just, if you just bless us, we'll, we'll, we'll give it back to you. But yet they took it upon themselves to put their name on it and say, look what we've done rather than saying, look what the Lord has done. And so the Lord is in this hour, he is, he is seeking the earth. His eyes are to and for on the earth. The Spirit of the Lord is saying his eyes are to and for for on the earth, seeking and seeing who will give back what I've built through them to me. Who will dedicate their ministry, dedicate the call of God on their life and give it back unto me. Because when she told the Lord, when she made the vow, the Bible says she did just as she told about the Lord. She, 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 she birthed that child, weaned him, and gave him back. And as we know, Samuel became a great prophet of God, one that walked with the Lord. He was a powerful prophet. And the reason being, he was dedicated unto the Lord. You got to remember, saints, that whatever God has put in your spirit to do, it is not your baby. It is actually his. He's just calling you to be a steward of what he has, what he has anointed you to do. He wants he wants you to be a good steward of what he has birthed you into, where he wants you to birth in the earth, that you will give it back to him. Because if you give it back to him, I promise you, it will prevail. It will go forth. It will move in power and demonstration. But what he wants you to do is he wants you to stand in the back. He wants you to stand in the back and let the baby go forth. Because that's what the woman of God did. She stood in the back and she let the baby go forth. And at that time, the voice of the Lord was shut up in the, in, in the land of Israel. But this woman of God allowed herself to stand in the back and let the baby go forth to the point where the Lord raised up a prophet in the hour. He raised up a voice that would turn the children of Israel back to him. And the Lord wants to do this through your ministry. He wants you to He wants you to what? Go to the back and push the baby to go forth. Because there's too many of us that are standing in front of what God has birthed us to do rather than standing in the back. Even in the natural when you have children, even in the natural when you have children, you want your children to do better. You want your children to go forth. You don't want your children to lag behind you. You, you, you want your children to move forward. You want your children to do better. You want your children to, to excel in life better. You want your children to become something better. If you didn't if you didn't was able to give them a, a great opportunity and you know and, and as far as experience in life, you want them to have a greater opportunity for your grandchildren. You stand in the back and push them forward. I I I, I mean don't get me wrong, there are parents that are judging their children. I don't understand why because why would you be envious of your child if your child is you know, if you, if you didn't go to school to be a doctor, but your child became a doctor, why would you be envious of that? You should be proud of that because that's your seed. That's a seed that you birthed in the earth, that you that that that, 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 that raised up, you, you poured into, and you raised that, that child up, and that child became something great. And see, but see, this is the natural way we look at things, but the Lord wants to look at it from a spiritual aspect. He wants us to look at it from a place to where, no, when he gives you that seed, when he gives you that birthing, you birth that you birth that baby into the earth. He doesn't. He wants you to give it back to him, so that he can cultivate and raise it up. 
You stand in the back and let the Spirit of the Lord do what he needs to do. And you'll see your ministry go forth. You'll see doors open. You'll begin to pray. Let me tell you, I've learned more and more. I don't try to try to connect with folks. I pray in my prayer closet. And I say, Lord, you see what I do. You see me pray. You see me seek your face. I study his word. I allow him to put things in my spirit. So when it's time for me to release that word, he'll send me to a place. I don't look for people. I don't, I don't depend upon people to send me anywhere. I depend totally on the Lord. If you see my face on any fire, it is the hand of God. And my face is on that fire because I prayed. And I asked the Lord to open doors. And I seek him for direction. <clears throat> and I ask him what to do. If he tells me to do a Facebook Live, I do that. If he tells me, no, I don't want you to do it. I don't do it. I wait. Because just like Hannah, there are many of you that are so frustrated because you want it now. Let me tell you something. Everybody is not going to be on some on some of the platforms that you are seeking. There's a great work of ministry that needs to be done in our communities. There's a great work of ministry that needs to be done. Let me tell you something. Why is it these people can get in cars and ride down the street and run folks over? Where is the church? Where are the interceptors? Where are the prayer warriors? We are focused on we are so focused on other things rather than being focused on this demonic activity that's taking place. There has been a release in a demonic activity right now. These demons are running rapid. They are running into folks, and folks is just going crazy, pulling out guns, shooting. I told my husband, I said, my God, we get to a point now that we can go to restaurants and be, uh, and be uh, on guard. Is it getting to a point that I got that we got to go carry guns when we go out in public because people are losing their minds? And saints, with all these pre- preaching going on, all these ministries going on, I know we can't save the world because the Bible says we cannot do that because Jesus Himself didn't even pray for the world when He was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, "I don't pray for the world, but I pray for them You have given me." We do know that the, the that, that gates of hell, the road to destruction, is broad. And we do understand that narrow is the gate to eternal life, and few will find it. But thanks to God, in the midst of that, if we are in the few, num- the few numbers, if we're in the very few, we need to still show example. We need to be more bolder in our ministries, bolder in our preaching, bolder in our walk. We should be praying and fasting, seeking the name of God, so that when we go in marketplaces, them demons are no, I can't touch this area. See, and this is how I believe. I believe when if I go into a marketplace and when I'm out and about, me, my husband's out and about, ain't nothing to happen because the presence of God is in that place. And that demon, no, you can't blow this place up because we in here. Amen. We, you can't, you can't touch this place because we're in here. Why, saints? Because we got to get to that place. We got to get back to the place of. Depending on the Spirit of God, Jehovah, Sabbath, the host of God, depending on the Creator, the one who creates all, knows all, sees all, He knows before you, He goes before you, His Spirit moves before you. He, you got to, we got to get to that place, saints, that we have got to put our total trust in Him. I don't care how barren it looks. I don't care if it don't look like right now you ain't going nowhere. I don't care if it don't look like you're going to pass and get your degree. I don't care if it don't look like if you're not, you're not going to be able to, to accomplish with your, with your goals that you're trying to accomplish. But you better speak that word out your mouth, prophesy over it, and believe the word of the Lord, and, and, and cry out. In silence, go into your prayer closet, get on your knees, and cry out unto the Father. And I guarantee he'll hear your voice, and he will raise you up. 
because your prayers of silence open great doors for an effective move of God. See, everything that the Lord wants, he wants us to do in secret first. You know why I say So he can deal with us. See, God don't want to expose you in front of everybody. So when you go in secret, he begins to expose your nakedness. And that's he expose your nakedness. Because, see, remember, Hannah was bitter and anguished in soul. She went naked before the Lord, and he dealt with her nakedness. And as he dealt with her nakedness, then she said, Lord, I will, I will I'll vow to give him back if you just bless me. And she got what she asked for. She didn't ask for much. She just wanted a child. But, but, but see, we'll tell you something. Penaya had many children. Hannah had one son that she dedicated back to God, whom we read about today. Don't you realize you don't have to have a whole lot of things God can do for you? All you need is one baby to push. One baby to push to go forth into what the Lord has anointed you to do. Push that one baby. But when you push that one baby, push him right back into the hands of the Lord. And I guarantee it'll be effective. Because the question is, this is the question. You can be doing many things in the kingdom. You can put your hand to the plow to do a lot of things for the kingdom of God. But this is the question before I close. Is it effective? And who is it effective? Is your ministry effective? That's the question. Because there are a lot of ministries, a lot of people talking good talk, talking good game, but is it of your city? What is the condition of your community? Is it being effective? Is lives changing? That's the question. You can put your hands to the plow. You can birth as many ministries as, 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 as the Lord has put in your, in your womb to birth. But the question is, is it effective? And it will not become effective unless you go into a place of prayer. Prayer is the birthing room. And that's where you will receive that blessing. And that's where you will see the effectiveness of your ministry to go forth. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in here on the Prophetic Zone. I pray this message bless your heart. Amen. Um, if you would like to connect with me or my husband, Apostle Tommy Garrett, we're on Facebook under Tommy Garrett, Katrina Garrett, and you can um, just uh, come and uh, visit us at Daikino Come Global Ministries. We are in Panama City area. We are at 1042 Grace Avenue. Connect with our page, Daikino Come Global Ministries, or go, go, to, our, go to our website, um, kcglobalministries.com. And you can connect with us there. Amen. God bless you. Y'all have a very blessed and prosperous day in the Lord. May the Lord shine his face and make and be peace upon you and show his countenance toward you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in on a prophetic song with Apostle Katrina Gary. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to contact Apostle Gary, please visit our web at www. EKCGlobalMinistries.com or visit our page on Facebook, The Prophetic Zone. Thank you for tuning in on The Prophetic Zone with Apostle Katrina Skilling.